0: to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. Before we get started today, great announcement. Uh, We're finally releasing the app. It's called Mindset Boosters. And what this app is gonna do is give you the ability to decide Uh, how you want to feel, and how you want to act in any situation. So let's say one particular day you wake up, you're just not feeling the magic, you've got a critical meeting, you listen to one of the tracks, it's called Unstoppable, and it shows you how to go into your mindset and crank up unstoppability from a two to like a nine, and in five minutes, bam, you're ready to go, and you feel like you can do anything. So I want to change the world by empowering people, to decide how they act or feel in the palm of their hand. So the help you need is there when you need it. And today, we've got a brilliant guest. We've got uh, Vince Grata here with us today. He is a realtor, a team leader, and uh, welcome to the program.
1: Oh, thank you. And thank you for that nice introduction.
0: (laughs) Cool. So real estate, in some ways, is a super simple business. And if it wasn't for the human element... And the human element brings in a set of complexity to it because you have buyers and agents and sellers. And in all aspects of life, you know, it's pretty easy till you get to money and money isn't money. Money is emotions. And it's like, I will not discount my home and, uh, and all that stuff comes up. So how do you navigate that? Because you get to be the person that, you know, connects uh, your clients to the people that you're leading, to your own issues. So what's what does that look like in the world of Vince?
1: Well, I really like how you said that, how we make things complex when they're uh, pretty simple. Uh, I've had that realization a few times, and I'm like, why why am I making this so complicated? You know, like, yeah. it's pretty straightforward. But yeah, so how, how do I connect, um, like, sorry, you said my buyers how do, you, and like, how do
0: you empower your agents? Like, you've got probably got some agents that work for you that for whatever reason... Uh, with this particular client, they don't feel as confident as they could be. All they need to do is the exact same thing they've always done. So, how do you, as a leader, go in and you know get them to go, "Baby, you got this"? And how do you uh, help them get that confidence they need to go take the actions they need to do to be successful, and of course, to make you successful?
1: That's uh, that's a good question. So, yeah, normally, you know, when uh, a difficult or challenging situation comes up for them. Uh, you know, I tell them number one, I've I've been there uh, selling real estate for eleven years. You know, you come across a lot of uh, challenges and whatnot. So, you know, I tell them I've been there, and uh, you know, I also remind them of you know how great they are, and you know, I got two great agents on my team, nice. uh, and a third one that's just joining. And uh, yeah, so I remind them, you know, you guys, you're good, good people and good agents, and I don't know. I guess maybe as humans, we kind of sometimes need to be reminded of uh, you know how how good we are at something, and sometimes we can kind of be our own worst enemy, right? So uh, just yeah, just lifting them up in that sense.
0: Oh, brilliant! Because uh, at the end of the day, sometimes we just need that person we can rely on to let us know it's going to be okay. Because the reality is, well, I'm not sure if this is the reality. You tell me that you've been through challenging situations in your real estate career. And I would suspect the, one of the lessons that you learned is you're not dead. Nobody with pitchforks has run you out of town, that no matter what comes up, even if you haven't seen it before, as long as you're calm and focused, you can get through it. Would that be a correct read on the situation? Through going through all that experience, you just got more confidence to take on whatever happens. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And that's very well put. And, uh, yeah, being with my company, Remax Escarpment, uh, we have the best broker of record, uh, which is Conrad Zurini.
0: That uh, guy? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, okay. And, I'll take your word for it. No, he's a, yeah. uh, he's a mensch. He's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. He's awesome. Just having, you know, that in, in your court, um, it, it helps. Right. So, uh, yeah, we're we're confident, right? When when the challenges arise, that we'll we'll overcome those.
0: Brilliant. So, you've been in this game for a while, so let's uh, let's take a look at five ways realtors can be more successful in trouble times. What would be the number one piece of advice you'd give people? Because right now we're in trouble times. Uh, interest rates are up. Uh, The people that are in the buyers and sellers, they're panicking a little bit. Uh, Buyers want a better deal. Sellers are like, no, no, my house is worth this much. And this seems to be like this struggle going on and the realtor's caught in the middle. So from your point of view, what's the number one thing that realtors can do in troubled times to still be successful?
1: Okay, so number one, yeah, I would say yeah, definitely stay calm. Like don't don't get caught up in in your own mind. And, and, uh, you know, with the media and everything that's happening around you, because, you know, we can't control interest rates, that's beyond our control. We can't really control how our clients feel about that. So yeah, stay calm. And, and I, you know what, I actually read something the other day, and a, a gentleman uh, referred to real estate. And he said, uh, real estate's like a, a river, you know, where the water is always flowing. And uh, I love that. Because it's true, no matter what's going on in the economy, uh, people always need to either buy or sell or rent, right? We all need shelter.
0: Absolutely. Um, and I think that's, I agree, that's totally brilliant in terms of there's still people buying and selling houses. And so don't, there's a quote from Helen Keller, you know, uh, when the door of opportunity shuts, people are so occupied by looking at the closed door, they don't look at all the other doors that are open. So brilliant, stay calm. What's advice number two?
1: Okay, uh, yeah, so to navigate it, I I would say, you know, don't don't forget the things that got you to where you are today, right? you know, there's a lot of great realtors in the industry, a lot of su- successful realtors. And I, I think, uh, once again, we, we complex things and, and we make things challenging. But if we kind of go back to the basics and remember what got us to where we are, and uh, a lot of those, uh, the foundational things in real estate is the relationships, right, that we've built yeah, you know, our our database and and really just staying in in contact with those people, you know, telling them the true news, like what's really going on in the market, because uh, I'm sure they're getting all of these mixed opinions and whatnot. So just yeah. uh, reminding them of of what's really happening, and yeah, I think that's uh, definitely another way. That's to, number two. To navigate excellent.
0: It. So here's a couple things on what you've just said, which is excellent advice. Think of any team in the world that's a professional team, when they start going wrong, a new manager comes in, a new coach comes in, and they always do that interview, we're going to go back to the basics. So whether you're a goat hooder in Afghanistan, or you're an NFL player in Dallas, going back to the basics is the way to success. It's also something you already know. It should be the foundational stuff you do. So realtors that are watching this, do not squirm away from prospecting and doing those activities and relationship building when the times are good because those muscles that you build uh, will a let you do better in good times but more importantly when times get when there's blood in the streets the people that can do that consistently make money so brilliant what's number three you didn't think you had to get a workout when you came into interview. Oh, I'll be here like a prima donna. It's like, no, Umar's making me work.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're making me think. But uh, this is good. This is good. It's coming like from the heart and, and mind, right? So
0: Absolutely. And coming from the heart, I think, is like, uh, we're going uh, to help you here. We're going to go number three. If you're a realtor, come from the heart. Because when you try and be Conrad Zerini, you're not him. When you're trying to be less than you're, uh, you're capable of, you're not being true. So being yourself yeah. and speaking the truth like you did in number uh, advice number two is is really critical. And in my worldview, it's very much uh, sharing data is really important with people, but it's kind of useless at the same time unless you use this phrase. And the phrase is, and here's what this means to you. And then the client, the home buyer or the seller goes, oh, I get this. So we got one, two, and three. Number four, is to you, Vince. What's number four?
1: I guess I would say maybe doubling down on, uh, you know, on the things that are, are have been working for you. Um, you know, when when the market gets uh, tougher, we we got to work harder, right? So, um, you know, if you're making ten calls a day, make twenty. And uh, just, you know, put that extra effort. And I think that's going to help us all get through uh, the challenges.
0: So the advice you gave is totally crap advice if you're playing dice. If you're playing dice and you're losing money, do not double down and keep doing that. But because the odds are against you. But if you believe in yourself and instead of 10 calls, you do 20, phenomenal. If you do instead of 10 calls, you do 10 calls twice as good. Mm Hmm. And really connect with people and really figure out what's going on for them. Even better, if you do both of those things, 20 calls, twice as good, that's how you become a freaking Conrad. Oh, yeah. brilliant advice. Number five. What is Uh, number five?
1: Yeah. So next on the list, I'm going to say, oh, you're you're making me think and I'm on the spot. (laughs) What else would I say?
0: So I'll give you number five. You get to think of number six. Number five is get a mentor. Yeah. There's people dying right now that have been through this cycle four times. They've lived it. They've breathed it. They've survived. They're going to be really, really useful. And if you get some good mentors in your life, what it does two things. Number one, there's mentors dying to get mentees out there that are just waiting. So when you say, will you be my mentor? People are going to say yes. And two, What it does is it shortens that learning curve because you can go, oh, okay, Uh, I can call up Vince and Vince is going to tell me, oh, do this. And I can trust that and execute. And if it's not working, I can go back. It's not working that well. What do I need to do? Oh, you need to tweak this thing. So get a mentor is essential in good times and bad times. And as soon as you can, become a mentor too because that's where you really deepen your learning.
1: Okay, I got my my next one. I'm going to say try something new. For myself, I I recently started using a program called BombBomb.
0: I use it all the time. I love that. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, video messaging, either like email or text. And just before we hopped on the podcast here, I had to follow up with someone that I, I a stranger that I met at one of my listings on the weekend and uh, was just following up with them. We we kind of were going back and forth through uh, email, but it's been about two days and I'm like, you know what, I want to follow up and I'm going to use BombBomb. So I did a quick video and uh, yeah, I want to start using more of that. I think it's powerful to, to put the, um, you know, in this like digital age, a lot of it's like texting and emailing, and it's nice to kind of rehumanize it if uh, if we could use Absolutely. that.
0: Absolutely. So uh, I just won a really big contract, a uh, consulting contract, a few months back. It said one of the reasons we picked you is when they picked me because I'm awesome, but B uh, is when I gave them the proposal. It was all written down, and then I had a short bomb bomb video embedded in it, mm. and that basically said. Hey guys, would love to work with you guys. And here's what this means to you. We're going to help you get the correct vision for your company. And from that, we're going to provide coaching and training to reinforce your team so they can align with your vision and achieve all of your goals. And I could have written that down and it would have been okay, but adding that little video in just humanized it and it made sense of everything. And so I love that bomb bomb idea. Here is something that another realtor is doing, what they do is they send a video birthday message to all of their clients. Mm, so instead like of that. a birthday message, they type, is you know, hey, John, how are you? Happy birthday. I was thinking about you. And uh, uh, the best thing I loved about your house you know, when you purchased it was the porch. And I hope you get to enjoy that. Something like that. It's like, oh my God, yeah. this realtor knows me, trusts me. And it's a birthday message. And uh, his assistant couldn't have done that because it's him.
1: Yeah. Making it personal, right? That's, that's awesome.
0: All right. To dare to dig deep before we change topics. Do you want to do one more thing people can do in troubled times? Troubled times.
1: Okay. Yeah, I guess we could do one more. So uh, maybe this is like myself. This is something that I've been doing more of is kind of working on yourself and your mindset. I know we touched on that a little bit earlier about, you know, you can't really control things that are going on in the world, the economy, but I, I do believe you can control, you know, yourself and your thoughts and, and feelings. So maybe doing some like self-development. How about that?
0: I love that. All rounded round it out. Whatever number we hit is do something to help someone today. Oh, and like that doesn't that mean real estate. It just could be, hey, let me help you. Or you've got this thing going on. If it's on the street, is somebody homeless? If it's somebody... uh... So I was at a grocery store and this uh, old couple way in their 80s, and they've got their grocery cart full of groceries, but they've got this case of water. And so I go up and say, excuse me, sir, uh, may I help you lift that case of water into the trunk of your car? And he goes, yeah, that would be nice. So I lift the water into his car. And as I turn to walk away, he says, can I give you some advice? And I go... Absolutely, sir. What advice do you have? Son, don't get old. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I, I wish we
0: couldn't, eh? <laughs> yeah. So uh, just helping someone just makes you feel good and makes you oh. feel valued. And uh, especially on a day where you feel like crap and the world is coming down, you can be woe is me, or you can go help two, three people mm-hmm. uh, and it changes everything because it's all about mindset. And Changing your mindset like that is really difficult, unless you have the Mindset Booster app. No, good plug there. Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> it's really difficult, and one of the ways to change it is to uh, use a trick, and one of the tricks I use is help other human beings. It just changes yeah. your mood. You can't be grumpy and help someone.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Just about that human-to-human context. So Vince, here we go. As I've got you here a Captive, Vince, what's one area in your life right now that you wish you could change?
1: Oh, okay. One area that I wish I could change. Well, uh, I'm a big family man. Uh, I got three young, young children, three boys, um, all under the age of six. And, uh, you know, sometimes I struggle with, uh, I, I work a lot, right? And even if I'm not in the field, I'm working on the business or, you know, thinking, planning and all that. Uh, and then, you know, it's hard because it's like I, I would love to be with my, my children all day, every day. So I guess if I could change one thing, I, I'd love to have more time with my kids.
0: Absolutely. That's beautiful. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day it's our relationships. And the key relationships are kids, significant other, family, dog. Conrad at the end, you know,
1: (laughs) I can't forget about him.
0: (laughs) Can't forget about him. So brilliant. So here's something that you can do just to, uh, how old are your kids?
1: So my oldest, uh, just turned six.
0: Oh, excellent.
1: Yeah. And then I have a three and a half year old and a one and a half year old.
0: Brilliant. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to take a deep breath in Hold it for three seconds and slowly let it out and close your eyes just for a moment.
1: Okay, so say that one more time. (laughs) Deep breath in. in. Okay.
0: Hold it for three seconds and as you do that, close your eyes and slowly let the breath out.
1: Okay, so.
0: And I want you to think of a particular time uh, when you were with your six-year-old where that six-year-old made you feel loved. Go back to that specific moment, and when you have that memory, let me know.
1: Okay, I'm going to try the the breathing one more time.
0: (laughs) Breathe in, hold it for three seconds, slowly let it out, close your eyes, and just relax. And as you're relaxing, think of a specific time when you were with your six-year-old where your six-year-old made you feel loved. When you have that memory, nod your head. Excellent. Go back there with your eyes closed mm-hmm. and see that memory. See your son or a son or daughter.
1: So I have all boys, so my okay. son. Okay, yeah.
0: see your son, mm-hmm. and then see that situation fully and completely. Hear whatever was going on. And when you do those two things, you get to re-experience that amazing feeling in your body. Where in your body do you feel it?
1: I would say like my, my heart, you know, maybe yeah. like my chest area. Yeah.
0: So with that hand that you touch your heart with, imagine you have a volume knob and crank that feeling up. So it gets stronger and stronger. Crank it up. So it gets stronger beyond your heart to your chest, crank it up. So it goes down your torso, your legs, your arms, crank it up. So it goes to your head. Your whole body is radiating that love and that immense feeling and crank it up even more and then make a fist with that hand. Mm -hmm. And go ahead and make a fist with that. And as you make that fist, just say your son's name inside your mind and then release that fist and crank up the feeling one more time. So it gets a little bit higher, crank it up a little bit more, make a fist and say your son's name inside your head. And now come on back to me, open your eyes. And, uh, what I want you to do is just, uh, have you ever been late to a meeting by the way? Unfortunately,
1: a couple times, yeah. Not many, yeah. though. Well, that's so good, right?
0: So, what I want you to do, not many, it makes you feel not so good, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I, I'm usually early because I, I hate being late. So,
0: okay. <laughs> so, what I want you to do is, in a minute, I want you to make a fist and say your son's name inside your mind. And as soon as you do that, notice how quickly that amazing feeling comes back. Mm. Comes back pretty quick, right?
1: Yeah, very quick.
0: Whenever you want, and dear listeners and viewers, whenever you want, use that technique and be connected to your family instantly. Mm. That's how you stay connected. That's how you do your best work. And Vince, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really enjoyed the conversation.
1: Yeah, that was really good. Thank you for having me.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating.